Hello! Welcome to the Teddy Allen Show, a podcast about Teddy Allen. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 14, Kansas State. Follow me on Instagram at Teddy Allen Fan Club. Email aggressive neck tattoo wv at gmail.com. Got an email, gonna read it later. Keep sending the emails. Facebook, follow the podcast there. Search Teddy Allen. This podcast will come up. Hit the blue thumb, like the page. Follow me there. Teddy Allen defeated Kansas State today, 77 to 69. Teddy Allen. He's amazing. Love that guy. Can you tell? These last two games, he's been amazing. This game, he played 19 minutes, scored 22 points, scored important points. At the end of the game, Huggins was calling plays for Teddy Allen. Well, every play is for Teddy Allen, because when he gets the ball, he's looking to score. And at the end of the game, he kept driving to the rim, getting fouled. He made his free throws. He had eight points at the end of the game to ice it. What else did he do? His first shot, he missed spectacularly. <laughs> spectacularly. <clears throat> spectacularly. His arms were flailing like he got tackled. No one touched him. So he started off fantastic. Kansas State moved to a zone defense. And... Teddy Allen kills his zone. He finds a crease. Huggins puts him in the middle, find the crease in the zone. He gets it. It's, ba- it's basically him driving one-on-one against the center, and he gets to the rim, and he makes it when he gets close. It's amazing. So it's hard to play zone against West Virginia when you have a guy like that. Later in the first half, he had a fast break opportunity. There were three Kansas State players close to him. Did not matter. He shot it. It he ricocheted off the backboard. So even when Teddy Allen misses, it's fantastic to watch. <laughs> Late in the first half, got a steal at the end of the press, goes down, shoots a layup, gets fouled, screams his and one. He does the double bicep flex. Huggins notices him doing that, and he's screaming something. And in the middle of his bicep flex, he notices that Huggins is staring us through his soul. He runs up to him. He kind of does the hand motion like, hey, Bob Huggins, come here to talk to me. And he was, <laughs> I saw some quotes after the game. He was explaining to Huggins how they couldn't guard him. Oh, it's fantastic. It was great. And to cap off the Teddy Allen game, towards the end of the game, Kansas State, their big guy, drives in, trips, loses the ball, kind of does a Pete Rose slide. And who's there clapping and yelling? Teddy Allen. It's amazing. It, he is... My favorite WVU player. He's got everything. Number one, he's scoring a bunch as a freshman, which is fantastic. 
he does goofy things. So even when he's not scoring, he's just entertaining to watch. And I can't remember the last guy I was this excited about as a freshman. I'd probably go back to, like, Pitsnoggle back in the early 2000s. And there was a lot of unintentional comedy with Kevin Pitsnoggle. So Teddy Allen, aggressive, neck tattoo, Teddy Allen. He didn't shoot any threes again, which is fantastic. So he's he's really stilling my heart. Um, I don't know if he can continue this. Freshmen typically hit a wall at some point in the season. So we will see if he can keep this up. But scoring as many points as minutes played... Teddy Allen, keep it up. I'm your number one fan. Random thoughts coming up. Random thoughts from the Kansas State game. Javon Carter had another rough night shooting the ball. For the first two Big 12 games, Carter was 3 of 17. And West Virginia was 2-0 and in those games, which I didn't think that was possible earlier in the season. If you'd have told me earlier in the season, hey, Javon Carter in a Big 12 game scored three points, I would say... How many did West Virginia lose by? And yet, he scores three points, West Virginia wins. It was not a high blood pressure game. There was a little bit of pacing in the second half, but it was not in doubt, really, with Carter only scoring three points. Now, he had ten assists, eight rebounds, so many jump balls Javon Carter caused where somebody goes in for a layup. Carter says, I'm going to put my hand on the ball to keep you from making a layup. We're going to fall together to the court. And the referee calls jump ball. He does that all the time. If there is such a thing as college defensive player of the year, I know they have it in each conference, but if there's for all the teams, a defensive player of the year. Carter's getting it. I feel confident about that. So it was great to see Carter do all the other things, not shoot the ball, and West Virginia still win. Somebody who did shoot the ball well, Lamont West, he scored 19 for the game. So Teddy Allen's blowing up. Lamont West had a good couple of games in Big 12 play. Issa Ahmad's coming back, and I think this kind of coincides where these guys, West, Harris, Teddy Allen, somebody's going to lose minutes when Issa Ahmad comes back. And so West and Allen specifically this game, they're really trying to prove themselves and say, hey, don't cut my time, coach. And West Virginia reaps the benefits of that, so... It's great to see. Now I'm going to do a little bit of fact-checking on the ESPN broadcast. I'm going to hold this guy to the fire. Brendan Manzer. He was the color commentator. And maybe you caught this too, but in the second half, he tried to spew a web of lies. And I'm going to check this guy. Uh, Wesley Harris fouled out. It wasn't his best game. Good defensively, but he only had three points, four rebounds. So on his way to the bench, this Brendan Manzer said the following things. First of all, he said, what a game. 
Eh, nope, not what a game. 3.4 rebounds, fouled out. Not what a game. So don't say that. Then Manzer said how talented Harris was, which is not a lie. But good liars, they kind of mix in the truth to set up the next lie. And so that was a setup to his next lie, Manzer, when he said, you could see that last year from him as a freshman. Hey, Brendan, Wesley Harris was not at WVU last year. He was at something called Lawson State where he didn't play. He was a medical redshirt. When he was a freshman, he played for Northeast Mississippi State two years ago. And so I'm going out on a limb here and saying that you were not talking about his freshman season at Northeast Mississippi State because how would you know how well he played there? Nobody knows about that. So lie number two. And then lie number three, he said, I think you'll, you're going to see him be really good in February. What? You just put words together to make a sentence. It's very random to think that, hey, you're going to play well in the month of February. They play in March, too. I don't. So that's that's not technically a lie, but I'm marking it as a lie. So, hey, ESPN, when you say things, it's not going to get past this guy. I'm going to keep you straight and honest. So that's the fact check for the Kansas State game. Final thoughts for Kansas State coming up. Final thoughts for the Kansas State game. Going to read an email sent to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. This email is from Danny Dyson. He's from Cabin Creek, West Virginia. And the email reads, Dear Mr. Witt, love the podcast. Can you believe this weather? It's so cold. I daydream about summer when it gets chilly like this. And when I think of summer, I think slip and slides. Do you have any experience with slip and slides? Let's go Mountaineers. Danny. Thank you for the email, Danny. That is a very random question. Uh, But I do have experience with slip and slides. I have fond memories and not so fond memories fond memories for me of slip and slides is growing up they were prevalent at at my home we had something called a wet banana where a yellow banana attachment went to the end of the hose and it provided the spray for the yellow tarp to slide across the lawn Uh, neighbors had it Babysitter had it. It was great. A lot of fond memories of slip and slides as a child. As an adult, I have not so fond memories of a slip and slide. A few years back, I attempted to go down two slip and slides put together on a steep graded hill. Long story short, I ended up with a grade three shoulder separation. So that's not so fun. Fond memories of enjoying it as a child. Not so fond memories of sitting in an emergency room with my shirt off, grass shards all over me, with a made-up sling being a beach towel. 
So I don't want to go dark with this, but um, yeah. Yeah, Danny, I do have some experience with slip and slides. Thanks for asking. Keep sending those emails, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. The next game for West Virginia is the most excited I've been for a game this season. West Virginia plays in Morgantown Saturday at 7.15 on ESPN against the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma has a freshman. I've talked about him a couple of podcasts. His name is Trey Young. He's averaging almost 30 points a game and almost 11 assists a game, which is amazing for any college basketball player, much less a freshman. And he can shoot from long distance. He has Stephen Curry-type range. In his first Big 12 game against TCU, and the game was at TCU, Trey Young put up a 39.14 assist effort against TCU. He scored 43 against Oregon earlier in the season. One game, he had 26 points and 22 assists. So it's Trey Young versus leader of the team defensive player of the year Javon Carter so Lon Kruger is the coach for Oklahoma he's a very good coach Bob Huggins is a very good coach so this one's going to be exciting I can't wait to see if Carter plays defense against Trey Young you have to believe that that's going to happen and see how great Trey Young is. And really see how great Javon Carter is. So very exciting to see that. Can't wait. The podcast will be up after the game. But until then, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU is 13-1. and 1.